0: That's the whole thing.
1: Well, we really are synced up. Ish. <laughs> There's
0: no ish
2: in synced up.
1: So I, I think it's like they're trying to evacuate people. and People don't want to leave and they, they go to a different part of uh, Manila.
2: I get like a Hurricane Katrina Exodus vibe.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, Typhoon, that's nuts. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely like the survivors of a natural, disa- natural disaster. That's me singing, by the way. They asked me last week. There's their place. What a dump.
2: Yeah, I know a rich guy has got all this money, man. He
1: owns buildings. He's a typhoon. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that. Oh, look, another rainbow, or second rainbow. Ah, computer graphics. Love them. No, I bet you they waited until they got that shot. That looks so, yeah. interesting. I don't know. As an adult, I think that's interesting. I want to hear it and see it. I just okay. think it's funny. It's Yolanda. Like, you would think that would
2: have hit Jersey. You know, <laughs> like, type... Well, it's, yeah, they have typhoons. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hurricane Yolanda. Yeah,
1: Hurricane <laughs> a uh, next movie i i have two clips one is shot in a public location you know the philippines is cool they have like giant screens in public locations showing ads uh and then the second yeah. one is a trailer from earlier this year this okay. movie is really interesting carl all right Love it for stream according to letterbox.com it evolves around the story of four people a Your streamer favorite place
0: what is the name student.
2: of this? Oh, our channel? Is it L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T?
1: It's Letterboxd. That's letterbox without an E, box.com yeah. slash L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We have a new account.
2: Black, uh, forward, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this involves four people, a streamer, a student, a breadwinner, and a heartthrob who explore love and friendship online to escape their realities offline. Now, StarCinema.com says these four are called the stream Team. The Dreamer is Daniela. The Lover is Anthony. The Girl Next Door is Katori. And the Heartthrob is Jeremiah. And they explore love and friendship online to escape the realities offline. Huh. It also features... Now, this is what's interesting to me. It also features stars that emerged as winners from a series of Kumu campaigns that made the project more interactive and immersive. That's K-U-M-U. According to Google app, K-U-M-U is a Pinoy live stream game show and community app. Uh Kumu is a Pinoy community platform where you can get paid by becoming a live streamer, win cash prizes by playing live games, and make money by participating in various promotions run on Kumu. Or you can just hang out, explore the many live streams, the community has to offer (laughs) and chat with fellow filipino that's what that i cut and paste this the possibilities are endless exclamation point so at one point this website this app had a contest where you could appear in this movie and this movie is basically those streamers and these people won that well not the stars that's what i thought initially but I was, I, it looks like, like maybe this, I don't think they're the stream team. I don't think the dreamer, the lover, the girl next door, the heartthrob uh, or the breadwinner uh, has, uh, are are the uh, winners, but they are in this movie. And I think they're kind of the movies based on Kumu anyway. I think they're okay. live stream. So I have two trailers, one that shows the December 25th date that's in a public space. And it's weird because in front of the screen are two people standing looking out. And the other one is a trailer I found online. Someone else shot it on off the TV, uh, which All gives right. a little bit more detail. So let's, I'm just going to play both of them. Okay, but now go. you're going to do three, the countdown. Uh, three, two, one, go. So you see what I'm saying? This There's like a public space showing this trailer. Like it might be like a, a movie lobby.
0: Interesting. But
1: yeah, because there's a stage in front of it. And there's looks like two people, like maybe workers, are just standing on it. <laughs> but there's all the young smiley friendly uh faces in the movie go live are those the contest winners
2: you could be in a movie
1: yeah spend more time on our app and you could be in a movie about our app love it first streamer and then here it's going to say the first streamer and then here it's going to say what okay here it is again this christmas this christmas we're not counting it down we're just rolling into the next yeah one. it's just well they are two seconds and it's the okay. same thing it just shows the people he must be the lo- uh lover the breadwinner the dreamer
2: i thought they would only see each other
1: that's true well maybe they're like uh they're trying to escape their online Realities with offline. No, wait. They're on offline with the online. Oh man! All right, we are down to two more movies uh, that Manila is offering during their festival, Manila Festival. Nelia is the next one. So, okay. Nelia, the nurse, will see you now. The nurse whose womanly instincts and gut feel are aroused because of the mysterious cases happening in the hospital where she works. To what revelations her curiosity will lead her to uncover? Right.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. There's like
0: a room.
2: Something other people don't
1: know. I think like don't don't put them in room seventeen. And you know, you know it's a good movie because there's a chess playing. Oh, they are fucking on the desk. Whoa. They think she's
0: crazy. Uh, yeah.
2: Don't give her a shot.
1: Something creepy. now she's like sexy nurse (laughs) yeah yeah all right that's uh uh, we are down to ladies gentlemen the best but last this movie carl is a parody of the exorcist it's called the exorcist it's basically it's basically uh this girl's sister becomes possessed it's also known as the movie The Exorcism of My Cis-Zones. It's S-I-S-C-U-M-S Sisms. This is directed by the guy's name Fifth Solomon. F-I-F-T-H. His real name is Roberto Solomon Palagon the Fifth. So he's his professional name is Fifth Solomon, because he's the fifth Solomon. Uh and who is this guy who directed it? What a great question. He was a housemate. On Pinoy Big Brother back in 2018, in 2014. And since then, he has been the regular host of Pinoy Big Brother. Okay. So that's the director of probably the best film of the bunch, ladies and gentlemen. That show is really pinoying
2: me. I'm fed up.
1: Oh, my God. I just had to interrupt you. (laughs) No, please. Uh, We need some comedy in this show. Uh, All right. And three, speaking of comedy, two, one, go. scary it's up, like the up. nurse again up no it's not the nurse it's not nelia she might work as a nurse it's are the recording
3: uh, It's.
0: Is this the same movie? Oh there we go. Whoa!
1: She's <laughs> like licking her sister. The demon's trapping her. There we go. Whoa. It's amazing. It's like a 40-year-old movie.
0: Well, ouch careful. Hi. Follow. Follow. See the little Twitter joke <laughs> in The Exorcist.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Fifth. So it looks serious with a couple gags in it. Scary Movie 2 did an Exorcist parody. The Exorcist. I
2: thought I was really going to hate that. I I
1: don't like it. This is the best part.
0: (laughs) I think that's that's
1: funny. funny. Yeah. I want to see this movie. You want to play Pinocchio?
0: (laughs)
2: Let's do Pinocchio. We did those Christmas trailers last Christmas. And like you said, we got people to voice over and we edited it together. And um there's a lost episode,
1: right? We never released Pinocchio. I love how you type LWAFL <coughs> and they're like, did you mean Walmart? <laughs> wow. 866 subscribers, Carl? On our yeah, yeah, we're doing all right.
2: Okay, so go to our channel on YouTube, L W A F L M O Y T, and then um, select us, and you will see on our videos, <clears throat> Xmas trailer, Pinocchio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> All right, oh, like Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, the way like Roberto Benini says, Pinocchio. Right. Pinocchio. This is the Italian. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I got it ready. In three, two, one, go. Vertigo releasing. I've been thinking to make
4: with my own hands by myself a wooden puppet.
1: Oscar winner Roberto Benini.
4: Pinocchio, uh, say something. Poppo.
1: Oh. Archimede Rye Cinema Jeremy Thomas presents
4: I made a son! My son has spoke! Uh, watch me! Eh, a and a one and a two! And if you do like me, in two or three days, you'll be walking by PINOCCHIO! PINOCCHIO!
1: He's a puppet! Oh, he's a puppet, like us! Who are you?
0: PINOCCHIO! Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, i know a certain place Shh. the field of miracles put him in prison
5: how come in
1: prison a new film from Matteo garon
3: what's going on with my nose Shh. Ah!
1: Oh uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, the Donkey Pinocchio. Help!
0: Papa! Oh,
1: the story returns. That has thrilled entire generations.
4: How did you grow up?
1: It's a secret, you know.
3: Don't want to be a puppet. I want to become a boy.
2: Pinocchio, a new film by Matteo Garon.
1: This Christmas only in theaters. And to be honest with you, I don't think it was even released on Christmas Day last year. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I never saw any follow-up on that. Oh, well. <clears throat> but that is a christmas classic we go on to give a big shout out and mr colin Mayhan for their voice talents on that one colin did the narrative. yes
2: but also and jeannie noel was a part of that she was pinocchio oh, that's and who i was you,
4: thinking jeannie.
1: my friend who me you did a great yeah job. yeah you could i can you tell my voice among everyone else oh yeah all right stands out it's a
0: secret you know <laughs>
1: we're all puppets uh that puppet has no string that took me 10 times all right well ladies and gentlemen wow we went around the world around the world uh watching movies that were released yesterday december 25th 2021 another annual kickoff uh for us as we watch trailers for christmas day releases this is our sixth time doing it man what a christmas tradition may we never hear the word christmas for another 363 <laughs> days uh and then uh next so we will be back next year we do we had a wonderful year with mutiny radio we're excited to, to do another uh start off of next year like we did like we did like 50 movies last year and yeah you know the way our podcast works is that it doesn't give us the opportunity to change the title of the podcast it's always released with the date of the podcast uh, it's just the way it's built because we also stream live as you know, and then we've gone the podcast. So, um, where'd you go? You got to turn off the background so I can see the, the sheet, but so that says, so you can't tell what movie we're, you're watching by the, by the title. It just has the date. So we did this last year. We're going to do this next year, uh, next week. We are going to do a, a special show where we go week by week. And we will let you know what movie played what year, uh, what date. So you can look at our back archive and say, hey, I really, really, really want to see Limit Up. What year did that come out? And that way, uh, which, which episode guide is it? It's basically, we. it's a year in review for us. We talk about the movies we watched last year, basically. So if you enjoy us prattling now, wait till next week. Yeah, stand by. Yeah. We're going to prattle. Oh man, there's a lot of prattling next week. So we're going to, it's a year in review. We're going to talk about the movies we watched last year on our show. And, and you can
2: comment on our Facebook page. If you want to. great
1: idea, prattle, if you want to yeah. part, part if you want to part, part <laughs> in our conversation, go ahead to our Facebook page. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. Mike's people want to Carl and let us know what you enjoyed uh from 2021 movies you've seen and also movies that are on the show yeah. that that we did last year uh we would love uh, this year we would love to hear so that's next week's show and then the following week we're going to be going back to the movies i guess with that movie we promised last week
2: yes what was the title uh, never mind
1: i had yeah, we'll you fact- know because no, i have I my, my brain my brain can't function right now. <laughs> okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show this week. We hope you enjoy it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hope you had a good uh, time. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah for the following year. Uh, I'm wishing you guys happy 2022 holidays uh, because the 2021 holidays are finally fucking over. Happy New Year, Carl. Uh, Thanks. I'm not going to see you until next year.
2: Yeah, I'll yeah. see you next year. We're going to review. I, I, yeah, are we even going to remember the films we did this year? I mean, it's going to be like next year when we reveal.
1: Oh, stop bringing up movies. That was last year. <laughs> that's so last year. That's so last year. I love it when people are like, are you bringing up the president? He's not our president anymore. He was president in 2021, right? It's not that long ago. Oh, uh, Anyway, so, uh, wow. Uh, Carl, that's it. Audience, thank you.
2: So, holy cow, is this a
1: celebrity sighting?
2: Is that laundry basket? That's not laundry basket. Oh, I hate this
1: video. Listen, do you mind? Uh, I'm Mike Spiegelman. All right, all right. talking about all right. my partner. Yes. I'm, my old okay. partner. Listen, okay, I'm not so, laundry basket, okay? No, it was a If you want to talk about laundry my, basket, my old comedy <laughs> partner, you should call, do a podcast with laundry basket. I'm Mike Spiegelman.
2: <laughs> You're so offended. I'm so sorry. Listen, <laughs> I'm my own
1: person. Just because I did a comedy duo with my laundry right. basket that doesn't speak doesn't mean I'm the laundry yeah. basket. Right no yeah. not the laundry basket i mean oh, it was it a laundry basket
2: no but i mean laundry basket and spiegelman really was had a, mm, a spark was, oh my biggest was regret was Look, saying
1: you know, my I biggest don't... regret was telling laundry basket yeah sure put your name first
2: <laughs> yeah okay,
1: okay can we so anyway. can we not talk about can we... for laundry basket of justice
4: Get in my
0: office!
4: <laughs> <laughs> of course I wanted to see you, detective laundry basket. Why else would I bellow, detective laundry basket? Get in my office now. Shut up, detective. You're in hot water. Oh! I am up to here with your stupid laundry-related puns.
0: <laughs> 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 you are the first cop in the greater Toronto area, and
4: I would have to bag your badly gun if it wasn't for the fact that you saved my ass with a double homicide-guasca case. I don't want to hear another laundry-related pun from you, I'll leave
0: your neck and heck you up the drive. Good, TechCon.
4: I just got a call from the mayor's office. Apparently somebody's been snooping around the mayor's private office. Mitch, that that's a great man to That's a great character. <laughs> oh, you have a hunt, huh? You have a hunt. You blew up the mayor's tennis court, shot a price open, and destroyed 16 police cruisers. We only have 13 police cruisers. WHERE'D YOU FIND THE OTHER THREE POLICE RUISERS?! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Twice in the chest? <laughs> 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 no, I didn't know Mary Lou Hennard and Tony Dazza's
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Of course I've heard of the Google High Museum! Getty, you see him? Getty? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
4: All right, L.P. We'll follow your hunches, <laughs> and I hope everything you said is accurate, because if Gary newsy healing doesn't have beads on it, you're off the force!
0: <laughs> now
4: get out of my office before I get depressed and steamed! <laughs> Detective, <me> back
0: here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, and Detective, thanks. <laughs> Detective Laundry Basket on a stakeout out. the abandoned gateway cinema across the street from the mayor's other private mansion. Oh, another stakeout. Am I right, Detective Laundry Basket? Detective Laundry Basket. Detective Laundry, I'm talking to you. What are you doing? Oh, reading a newspaper. Well, I see that. Do you know what your problem is, Detective? You can't connect to other people. You're like an empty vessel. (coughs) Oh, I know you're a cop, but if it wasn't for your badge and your gun, you wouldn't exist. Well, exist with me, partner! Without me as your anchor, you're going to go rudderously into the abyss. That's right, chief made us Well, I don't care if you watch your last partner get shot before your very eyes. Well, I do care that you ate him afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. Oh, it's a little joke. Oh, I see this loud and clear, detective laundry basket. You made a real cop joke because you're a veteran blue-collar cop, and I'm just a rich white-collar rookie cop. It's <laughs> oh,
3: gonna
4: be another goddamn stink-out. Another stink-out. You ever see that movie? <laughs> Another snake out. <laughs> what are you talking about? The chemistry between Dreyfus and SMS wasn't forced. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Rosie O'Donnell. Right, right. made a cop leather corset. S and So you're thinking of that movie, *East of Eden*? Yeah, it wasn't false. So. <laughs> oh, detective, I feel like LeBron. You know, you're a queer bird detective. I mean here we are, two cops in the Greater Toronto area, And you're reading <laughs> the Seattle post examination I mean, what's that a boot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard of the, the Seattle laundry basket strangler. Why? First case? <clears throat> you let him get away? Really? Twice in the chest? No, oh, I didn't know Mary Lou told you they made another set of taxes. Of course I heard of that. Why? Had, had a museum. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Hmm? But you think the mayor is somehow involved? I never thought of that. You know what, Detective Monty Pascoe? You're all right. Say, I'm getting kind of famished, Detective. What are you thinking? <laughs> <coughs> chili dogs. But oh, Jesus, the Seattle Lodgy Basket strangler doesn't kill you. Those chili dogs will. <laughs>
0: Did
4: you just say you're the Seattle Lodgy Basket Stragler? <laughs> Twist ending! No! no!
1: To L W A F L M O Y T L welcome A F L M O Y T L W A F L M O Y T. Of course, it stands for Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. L W is welcome. Great, I love that. The welcome, the welcome, welcome. Let's Uh,
2: welcome all uh,
1: (laughs) to a full-length movie. I had some uh, kind of funny Twitter people just randomly pick me, and they're like, what is OYt And the guy's like, it stands for Legumes <laughs> Watermelon. I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> well, we do what our show is that we L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie with us with the sound off but you listen to the podcast at the same time and wow. you get an even and better experience. Listen, I, I would have enjoyed I would have enjoyed Tenet so much more had uh, Carl was talking to me the entire time. Right? Well, This guy, you see, and that camera angle. <laughs> so that guy, he was never in another movie. Uh, all right, well <laughs> we our show streams first on the delightful mutinyradio.fm. Mutiny, why don't make a donation? Mm. Mutinyradio.fm it has a community ra- uh, internet radio station right in the heart of the mission and uh, has a lot of programming 24-7. You can just go in there. We have a MU3 link, but if you go to Mutinyradio.fm, you can find us. We're on 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time every Sunday. It's a pleasure to be on the station. station yeah. is sponsoring us. We want you to go donate some money to Mutiny Radio. They do live comedy shows. It's compliant. It's safe. It's safe. Uh, They have a lot of great stuff. And so go to Venmo and uh, donate some money at Mutiny Radio. Help the station out. They may have a GoFundMe. You can go type in GoFundMe if that's your speed, but the memo helps. Every little helps, Carl. Yes, absolutely, including the donate button, which never gets the respect
2: it should. Just go to uh, mutiradio.fm and hit donate.
1: Hit donate. You will not get a don- uh, donut. Donut. Yeah, you would not give the
2: donut more. button. I mean,
1: have it if you wish, but all of those Carl. Before we before I find uh, before we start the show, I have a delightful anecdote. I had an opportunity to perform uh, online, and I got an email, and it said uh lists lineup will be selected randomly and i thought great i'm going first (laughs) and guess what carl i went first what a coincidence only 25 years of doing this how did i know uh what is the movie today today we are
2: watching munchie strikes back 1994 Munchie uh, Strikes Back, nineteen ninety four. That is what you'll put uh, in the YouTube search, and we hey like
1: sir. Chris's movies. Chris's Chris movies. All right, go. Where you have to sigh every time you say Munchie Strikes. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Listen,
2: I got to let everyone know that you spell Munchie without a Y. It's I E, which is dumb. M U
1: N C H I E. Carl, you back. spell Munchie with a Y. <laughs> yeah. <You're> a freak. <laughs> I've never. It's munchie, right? That's like oh. bunchy munchy. Well, there's What's no that? such word as bunchy,
2: but I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I got the
1: munchies. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let oh, us
2: get your the underwear, munchies. Underwear, Mike, your underwear. It's so bunchy. Oh my God.
1: Straight now. <laughs> oh, you saw that when I was getting my coffee? Uh video. <laughs> this is the third munchies movie. Uh we have watched and done podcasts for the 1987 movie, Munchies, which was R-rated. And this was a, then they made, it was popular, it sold well. So Roger Corman's company, producer Roger Corman's company, uh, made a a family-friendly direct-to-video sequel, which we watched called Munchie, singular. Which was no
2: sting. it was not a sequel.
1: No, oh no, no. It was a family-friendly
2: adjunct, I guess. Yeah, film. And this is a sequel of that, but kind of even not.
1: Okay, and uh, from just the trailer alone, which we've watched several times on the show, uh, one of the characters, one of the actors shows up. Yeah, that's right. In the second. Movie. All right, so let us go to Munchie Strikes Back. Go ahead and find it. Uh, 1994 is hosted by Chris. Chris's Movies. Yeah. Yeah, Chris's Movies. Find it, click the link, hit pause as soon as it stops buffering. Let the ad run uh pause it move the timer to zero 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 we at the count of go at the count of go we will uh launch the movie and i'm very excited uh carl has found the funniest comedian mm-hmm. in the world he's just yeah. coincidentally from new jersey i don't well, know who he does this hail it from is. new jersey but it's in the world yeah the, yeah the world of new jersey uh i haven't i haven't heard this segment i don't know who it is but he's probably my he or she is probably my favorite comedian or uh, they I've I've ever seen. Carl, take it away.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with Alex Delesky. Hey, everyone. Hey, Alex. So you've got a great podcast. Uh, it's called Adlibs. What people can find that on uh, iTunes, etc.
5: Yeah, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean. Uh, that's pretty much it tell us about it well what it is it's pretty much just me ranting and playing with comedic ideas improvising weekly just really is a a way for me to uh, practice my voice in comedy and just try to get my timing and and my my voice fluctuations uh, right gotcha
2: mostly just for fun really So we got to know each other on the open mic scene. That's true. But most recently, you came to light as you won the King of the Mountain Comedy Competition at Scotty's.
5: I did. I won. I was nervous, but I pulled through.
2: (laughs) And from that, you won a guest spot and you'll be appearing there Friday, May 14th. Yes, I can't wait. I've, I've been practicing a lot. So it, it's Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. You'll be there Friday, May 14th for a guest spot. People can go to scottysteakhouse.com uh, and find out more. So, uh, did you, you didn't expect to win the contest at all, right? No, I mean, I
5: knew that I possibly could have, but I really wasn't expecting it, honestly. I was just there to have fun.
2: Now, you kept going back up. You had to come up with, n- so how much, how many minutes do you think you did?
5: Well, the first one, I think, was three and a half, four minutes, and then I went Nothing up. like that. Yeah, I went up, like, uh, three or four more times after that, two minutes each, so maybe about 10
2: to 12 minutes. Yeah, and you were consistent. You had them roaring. You continued to win. They voted on the app. You were the reigning king of the mountain. Like, it must have been great, so.
5: Yeah, it felt really good, especially because it was on my birthday, too, so it was, like, a
2: nice little treat for me. Perfect. Okay, so we are now about to embark on watching this movie, and everyone at home is going to press play at the same time as us in the studio. So take it away, Alex. All right, let's get on with our countdown.
5: Three, two,
1: one, go. That was a great celebrity uh, comedian countdown, Carl. You outdid yourself that was delightful this, this this
2: is probably the best we can we'll replay this one next show and next show and next show
1: why don't we just have a show of your introduction oh my god is he doing stand-up no much he's uh, at the high school yeah. ronald reagan high school for 94 right.
2: they will make multiple political Ryan, ronald reagan insulting jokes
1: was this shot in like orange county
2: it was shot in L.A., that's all i got out of the
1: internet. Look, it's Carl. Oh, my God, Carl, you didn't tell me you were in this band.
2: Yeah, we're doing a song <clears throat> called You Make Me Hungry.
1: He's I like, got the munchies. Yeah, he's
2: talking about seeing this girl and, oh, man, what she's eating, you make me
1: hungry. <laughs> oh, my God, look at everyone just partying down the hallway. That must be loud. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's, he's sold Archie's cardigan riverside right Rip, not rutgers new jersey it's riverside yeah this
2: is california buddy. But look that's gabe dodge like as a freshman in high school he's the kid from the last munchies movie
1: god he's grown gage dobson he did pretty oh my god do not pull that lever <laughs> unless you're the coyote then it's not going to work
2: so Munchie is just continuing to make that guy's life fun. You see, he's blowing up the
1: school. He blew up the school. He, kid, like. every kid, he also took a flag with him.
2: No, the 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 um internet told me that this was edited from a movie called Screwballs, nineteen eighty three, like they <gasps> reused the explosion. Yeah.
1: I wonder if those kids dancing in the street
2: is also from the 1983 movie. <laughs> it could be. No, it's probably just the explosions. But I went and found screwballs and basically yeah. fast forwarded through
1: it. I did not find
2: the school blowing up.
1: Show weird. The internet lied. See, yeah. that's why you got to. That's why you got to do some book research about Munchie Strikes Back. Oh my God, no. he died too. He's in heaven. Well, the thing is, blowing up the school was just
2: too much. So he's. It does look like like the pearly gates but no he's yeah. just gone to this like netherworld right. where chronos is
1: judging Whoa. him he can not just blow up a school and there's abraham lincoln colonel sanders and pelvis Presley. yeah exactly he's right. he's a piece of chicken <laughs> yep oh see i have my id here it is asshole i'm on the five was <laughs> that a five look at no, my he's on the he's- one didn't he get the bum deal when it came to currency, Lincoln? He's on a penny.
2: Yeah, that's the lowest form of low. Especially, I mean, it used to be the most frequently coined used, oh, but yeah.
1: not in our world. Well, I used to play a game of whist, and uh, I would get a glazed ham, and then I would see the matinee and watch the cereal. And that cost me at least two cents. Hmm. Back in the 1860s. Yeah. Okay. I was. <laughs> Kronos.
2: Yeah. yeah, Kronos, which is... Like, that's Zeus's father in Greek mythology. It doesn't make sense, really. They just wanted a cool name. And that's he's incredible. saying, listen, yeah. we're going to send you to the most boring star system in, in the uh, universe. because You know, uh-huh. just to contain you. You just sit there and be bored. So he's like, give me another chance. And Elvis will speak on his behalf. And then he gets to go help, you know, gets to go help another kid on Earth
1: so let me get this straight we just saw the uh, years later from sequel from the, se- from the second movie so we yeah. see the kid growing up we see the school and the flag post mm-hmm. blow up he he dies he goes to purgatory well
2: he doesn't and- die he doesn't die he
1: gets called up
2: there you see, He's like an all being he's like from a race that went extinct munchie and he can't really
1: die oh man this is all cast. you got Cleopatra and Marilyn Monroe that's right and she was doing I'm a
2: stereotype icon you know she's doing her (laughs) standard
1: you're doing your Marilyn Monroe yeah I I think it's so cute the lineup will be selected randomly that's like (laughs) Carl that's that's like when you do a show and the host comes up and he goes uh you have a preference you always (laughs) say yeah I do have a preference because if you go oh no no it's fine do your thing you're gonna go first Yeah, you're going first. I
2: like going first because I set the tone for the room. There's nobody else before me who, like, set up the room. I
1: agree
0: with you. You have to have that attitude.
2: You have to have that attitude. Comedians always say, warm up the room for me. As if, like, you get up there and tell your first joke, and maybe they're with you. They'll be forgiving for a couple jokes. But if you're not good, it doesn't matter who goes before you. Anyway, the room is a blank slate when no one goes before you. And they're like, I'm here to see a comedy show. I'm looking at a stage. I, a guy's got a mic in his hand. I'm ready to be entertained. You know, it's good to go first. You set the tone.
1: These credits are great. The end. These credits are great, Carl. What? How did he do it? Did he just like, I want 2001 intro?
2: It's terrible. It's terrible and it's cheap. And last time he did those chattering teeth, Oh, yeah. Like it? It's just, a it's thing. just... Oh, and it's the same old stupid song. We put it on. And well, they're strong. not doing the... We came John came that... Here it is. John Biner. John Biner. Now, he was in Munchie as the judge. That's right. When you see his face, you'll know exactly who he is.
1: Yeah, he's like the funniest unfunny comic I know. Right. right. Like, this guy's yeah. been decades worse, and he's he's great. Exactly. But you watch him, and you go... I should laugh. I really should laugh. The show's called Bazaar. Right. Yeah. He put a lot of
0: effort into
2: it. He started out, like, on one of those America's Got Talent kind of shows. It was like a Steve Allen thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. And he just does a million impressions. And he got work off of doing those millions impressions on Johnny Carson and stuff. And he would go on to have a long-ass career all on television.
1: Yeah, well, he had that uh, Showtime show, Bizarre. It was like a sketch comedy show with tits, and then uh, he showed up. My five wives. I can't stop talking about that. Ronnie Dangerfield movie. He's in it. Yep, he is. Preston Gates. He plays. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I like the guy, but I don't know. I guess it's those Anthony Aardvark uh, cartoons. Like I just that came
2: directly out of his doing voice impressions. People were like, "I got a great gig for you." Now we're used to hearing John uh, Mason play uh the uh wait am i wrong yeah he you, played the ant like it was a jewish ant jackie right. Mason. yeah well in the early 60s this guy did both the uh the uh ant and
1: the aardvark huh i don't know it's such a weird show look at this office jesus christ is this like a furniture store this is yeah it's a movie
2: set is exactly what it is This is our bad guy, and he is a richy-rich, snobby, snobby guy. His name is Shelby Carlisle. He was in the first one. Remember, he was the husband for Lonnie Anderson, the love interest.
1: No, no, no. He wasn't the husband. He was the love interest, yeah. And the kid said, "Uh uh-uh, no can do. And Munchie said, I'm your id, kid. I'll fuck him up.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And he's going to get fucked up again, but not... Like, Munchie Strikes Back implies, like... It's the same family, the same situation. And now he is the dad. And, and, but that's, you know, from the trailer. But that's, he's really a, a, he is the same character, but he's a executive guy. So right now, he's, okay, this is Leslie Ann Down,
1: who we saw in Meeksville Ghost. Um, oh Jesus Christ, Carl! I'm gonna walk the room. Don't mention that movie. <laughs> I
2: that. Just
1: now, did that in... <laughs> movie. I hate that movie.
2: She was in Wally Sparks. You'll like that.
1: Oh, okay. Rodney Dangerfield tried to cover up the stick that was fucking Beeksville <laughs> ghost. I John didn't right enjoy. On. I didn't enjoy that film. I, don't... I didn't enjoy that. That that film was hard, man. That was like a bunch of l- a lumpy coal in your stocking. <laughs> so he's so, always like he's always aggressive. I guess well, this is like humor 90s.
2: Yeah, he, he well the director's setting us up right from the beginning. Don't like this guy cuz we're going to fuck him up and you we want you to cheer when that happens. And you know, kids yeah. Well, he, he, basically he's, he's coming on to the mom. He's like Right, so this
1: is a kids movie from the 90s where there's like sexual harassment. This is no wonder the new generation that that last generation is fucked up. huh This is what they were raised on.
2: <laughs> it is exactly sexual harassment and she will go on to get fired because she refuses.
0: Yeah. God,
1: look, it's a sunny day outside for sure. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: look, it's bit... touching. Yeah, I know.
2: Will that be oh, all, Mr. Carl Michael? <laughs> yes, that will be quite
0: all.
1: <laughs> oh, there's the line. I like the lighting. That's since Civil Danning and uh Moonlighting. Have I seen such uh highlighted okay.
2: I have to tell you that even though that was a bad choice, it shows us that the cinematographer's giving a shit <laughs> and he's you know, the director's saying, soften her up. You know what I mean? They're trying oh, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Well, Leslie has Down, like she's famous for something, right? Is she like Upstairs Dr. Quinn? downstairs started her? She was
2: English. She is English.
1: Hmm. This is England. Yeah. You're
2: not supposed to
1: steal. This, <laughs> this is England. God damn it, class break up already.
2: This is how we <laughs> feel. <laughs> Bagpipes. I went uh, and saw them at the Spectrum, the new Clash, and I
1: loved watching Joe Strummer. And oh, that's I bet.
2: All, that is all.
1: Oh, but, I bet that's like a pleasure to see that guy live uh given the opportunity but you had to watch the new clash
2: yeah that's right you had to see the people to the, the the bass player was there paul Simonon. but it just it wasn't i saw the clash in asbury park and then i saw the new clash because it's like that's all the world had to offer they're mm-hmm. coming around you want to see like joe I said Star-
1: joe Strummer. Clash. yeah Were the was the old clash
2: better Oh, God, yes. Now, I met the new Clash, but I didn't give a shit. I only cared about me.
1: <laughs> that's not those little 16-year-old. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Biner.
2: <laughs> I want you to know that I was 18 at the time. Thank you. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I think the, okay. the first concert, yeah. I okay, I was so, seven. Uh, go ahead. Your first concert? It wasn't my first. My first concert was the Stray Cats with... Uh, oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, and I forgot what New Jersey town it was. It might have been Parsippany. And they're like, there's a rumble in Parsippany tonight. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to fuck suburbia up. But around but when I was like 17, I did see uh, Henry Rollins' band uh, at uh, in Hoboken and Maxwell's. And God, what an experience. Black flag. It wasn't even black flag. It was him with his shirt off going, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool to, to to see him. You know, I mean, to yeah, see oh. Flash. It's sort of like seeing the Beatles in the day for me.
1: That was luck, lucky. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. we we're very lucky. And then you got to see the best of the Beatles, starring Peter Best.
2: <laughs> good one.
1: Well, that was the name of his album. Don't get me wrong; I didn't come up with that. The, oh, he
2: made the best of the Beatles. That's the name of he made a record. What for? What do
1: you do? He made a record, and the record is called Best of the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah, he's like fuck you. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> well, look, the guy wasn't good enough. He earned his way out. He was a drummer, but he just didn't. You know, there were fuck ups. You can't fuck up. I don't know.
1: He he lived, right? Sue fucking died, so it couldn't yeah. be worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is I this in like California in the
2: film here? Yeah, we I have. Know. Yeah, we have met Chris. Chris, he's our kid. Okay, And okay. we're meeting the coach. And, of course, we're seeing, because it's a typical movie, he's bad at baseball. But the Tom girl, the tomboy is good, is good at baseball. Right. She's the love interest. Because at that age, a boy is more appealing than a girl. So the tomboy is what he's interested in.
1: Oh, my God. So we should mention in the uh, Munchie movie, the uh, the girl int- love interest was none other than Jennifer Love Hewitt That's as a teenager. That's right. Her yeah. premier role, yeah. There's some lineage to say, Munchies. Munchies have brought out the best in people, right? We had Harvey Corman in the first one, no. Dom DeLuise and Love Hewitt in the second one. No, no. That's, no, no that was a rest stop on these stars'
2: careers say, You know, this was, but, Munchie gets no credit for those
1: people. Oh, I'm going to go with master class acting with Munchie Strikes Back, Leslie Head Down. Hello. <laughs> you might remember me from Meeksville Ghost. Or Munchie Strikes
2: Back. Well, she was in all these beauty pageants. When she was only 15, she won Britain's Most Beautiful Teenager. So uh, she earned it. Munchie didn't do it to her. She was in Pink <laughs> Panther. Pink Panther Strikes Again.
1: Oh, how cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like she was... Was she a guest on the Muppet Show, Carl? Probably. I didn't find that. It's probably uh, the one they pulled from Disney+. Plus.
2: Well, I mean, did, she started... Like, she was... Could have been a huge deal. I'm sure in her personal life, she's a big deal, but she got to uh, from 2003 to 2012. She was on The Bold and the Beautiful Soap Opera. So, yeah, yeah, she, you know, that's I don't know. Now, this guy was the principal in our last film, and he's funny. You know, he's Mr. Poindexter, and he's upset about his garden.
1: Now, can I tell you, like, the principal in that second movie, he was kind of a leech, right? Listen, I don't know what's with you. If there's sex involved, it's like
2: inappropriate. No,
1: no, no,
0: no. It's appropriate. It's appropriate.
1: It's it's comedy. It's also a kid's movie. It was
2: consensual. The secretary was in love with him, and he was in love with the secretary. They were
1: banging in the school. It was a kid's film where the principal was banging a secretary in his office.
2: (laughs) wasn't his film well they weren't banging they were talking about their love for each other and getting close to kissing they did not bang Girl, he's wearing your shirt <laughs> yeah well his is a sort of the right size
1: uh, right yeah my bad
2: boobs will be sticking I out of this. Tri- triple axe uh, version of look how it's like cowboy-esque
1: of, oh yeah sure not
2: dun, 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 dun. magnificent so she can't turn off her sprinklers. Look, she's gonna kick the dog. She looked did the dog get kicked? Dot com.
1: <gasps> That's any man. Even... Dog's honored. Dog's gonna jerk off to that. Leslie and yeah, down kick me.
2: So she's like, I can't adjust my sprinklers to not go on your flowers. And he's like, there will be a scathing editorial in horticulture's weekly. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I'm sorry I'm comparing this movie to its predecessor, but the kids' mm-hmm. room had like Marvel shit on the walls. Remember, he had like a like Wolverine. Oh right, right. That's like, right. that's pretty hip. He was yeah, oh yeah. It probably cost him nothing back then. They're like, yeah, whatever. Promoter comic books, thanks, buddy. Right. It was absolutely a different time.
2: <laughs> I remember always thinking that superheroes should be in movies. I used to always oh, think
0: that. Yeah.
2: Every time one came around. You know, there was no CGI, so
1: it just looked so cheap and so fake. Well, they tried. The the Superman movies from the the, at least the first couple ones in the late 70s, they tried, you know, it was kind of campy. Like, we know as a guy, not really flying, but, you know. Well, that one's a good example if you're talking about Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Well, that was a good –
2: see, to me, DC was bullshit and Marvel was – that's what I wanted. (laughs) I wanted Fantastic
1: Four movie. Oh, Absolutely. I've seen, have you seen all three, fan, we did the, we did early, uh, there's a bootleg Fantastic Four that Roger Corman made and retained the rights of, yeah, he had the rights of the Fantastic Four, but he had to make a movie on a deadline, and so he said, fuck it, we got two weeks, and there's uh-huh. no special effects in it, you know, like, like, it's like a fake rubber arm, maybe, at most, but it's horrible, and it was on YouTube, like, four years ago, it's been pulled since, uh-huh, that's too bad uh, for us, that would be perfect, oh, yeah, it was perfect, we did it, well, I did it, uh, Prior to uh, being uh, a host, I, I did it uh, as an early one. Just It was there. I was like, oh, shit.
2: Was there a Stan Lee appearance? <laughs> no. See, we could have
1: a lot of fun with that movie, you know? Yeah. You know, if it pops up again, let's do it again. I, I think it's worth doing it again.
2: So, essentially, Munchie has shown up. And you like, did you see it? Did you see it? What are you talking about, Chris? She, she Chris. has a British... She isn't, let's see, let's listen to her
1: voice. you hear that English
5: accent?
1: Oh, there's stuff everywhere. Goodness!
2: Now, how is she the mother of,
3: Hi, Mom, did you see it?
1: It doesn't make sense. This is another, like, single mom, right? The other movie, didn't she? Lonnie Anderson, the mom. Yeah, see? that's right. Oh my now, God. Now she was
2: on WKRP and Munchie's voice is Howard Hessman
1: from WKRP. There's your connection. This is 94 Hessman. So was he doing like right. out of the class? Like what was it like? He was just reeling in residuals. What a good question. Uh, Dr. Johnny Fever, let's see. That
2: was, uh, I think it was long over. 78 yeah. was what yeah that's long over basically this is a decline part of his career i don't have it all in front of me i only took out the cool stuff like no, he was a close friend and sometimes lover of janice joplin in the
1: late 60s ugh, i can see the photos of them right him with his awful beard his mustache <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, yeah right, it, well,
2: check out this he was arrested once for selling an ounce of marijuana in san francisco
1: Hey, well, wasn't he in like, I think he was in the committee or there was a San Francisco sketch group in the 60s. I think he was part of Uh the wacky hippie moving company or something like that. Now,
2: people forget he was on Soap. Well, actually, people forget Soap, right? Soap, Um, right. Right. He was was on Soap. He did a lot of TV before KRP, but it wasn't, it was, except for Soap, which he did a little part, he was part of the series. Like he was on Sanford and Son once. Well, you he know was my in favorite
1: Billy Jack. You know that film. You know we did. Yes, for Billy Jack. Jack. Oh, he was in Billy Jack, probably yeah. with that mustache. He he was in uh, Police Academy 2, uh-huh. their, their first assignment, he was the police chief, and he was really good. And he's he's gone on record saying how awful that movie is. But you know that movie was saved by his performance. He grounded it like wow, he was given, that's like, a cool. Real... Yeah, it's a good movie. Second one, I wouldn't
2: know. I <laughs> you know I got to tell you. I, I saw the first one. I don't even remember how it went. When I bump into it, it's like HBO's on when I'm in high school, and it's some there's a riot, you know. You well, yeah. love that film. That, well, HBO
1: uh, HBO Max has released all of them. You can, I don't think the first one's on there, but two through seven is is now on HBO Max. <laughs> if you don't know the
2: first one, then you can't get
1: the other jokes and the oh yeah absolutely it's it's like why is this woman timid and then she's like aggressive what's going on Uh (laughs) a lot of characters from the first one don't make the second one really there's like yeah there's a guy who reads mad magazine he's out there's like a lothario who dresses up as a woman uh he's out
2: you know why they didn't know it was going to be a series they just thought they made a movie i bet you they would have a sequel to that piece of shit? I bet you they would have <laughs> all been in it. if. Uh, Sweet, they...
1: look at this. He's got office chairs with his television set and an Atari 5200.
2: No, he's playing the movie. No, it's a fake video game. And it's called uh, Death Race 2000, which was, a, was a Roger movie. Corman film.
1: Yeah, yeah. Directed by Paul Bartell, Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> David Carradine.
2: Paul Bartel was in the original Munchies. Munchies, yeah, nineteen eighty-seven, as you recall. Ah.
0: Well,
2: remember in the end, he has this—he pl- just plays the
1: neighbor. No, yeah, he plays right.
2: the science. I-
1: he just shows up. Paul Bartel always had the pleasure of just showing up in movies, and you go, "Oh, hey, it's Paul Bartel." <laughs> now look uh, at I'm this here to cool <laughs> ass car. That's the Death Race two thousand car. Car.
2: Is it literally? I, mean- I my research did not. I see it's,
1: the it's in the style of it's something like Frankenstein David Carradine would drive. Hmm. No, look at it, it's got fangs, pretty badass. Look at the camera angles. Look now at they're the like, green screen screen. Like, why be in a video game when you could play it for real? So
2: now they're playing a real.
1: What movie do you think they got this footage from? It's probably, I guess it's.
2: Oh, they shot it. No, this is them.
1: Look at it, break that. Great. That's great cinema. Break it again.
2: (laughs) I told you the story when I broke one of those.
1: What happened to your car?
2: Well, nothing, but the cops were chasing us. Remember I told you that? (laughs) Yes. We parked. Clove Road Apartments, we just parked the car and the cop went, zoom! I forgot why it came up. Why did you break it? Oh, we're gonna is. see some serious budget now. The reason I broke it is because I was twenty stupid and drinking. <laughs> it's why I broke
1: it. So you did it intentionally? It wasn't, or it was a mistake, or like what, no, what was that?
2: it was the middle of the night. We were driving on the p- sidewalks of the campus, <laughs> <laughs> which is not allowed at Monkler State. And so, you know, we I, we broke that. I would say we, as if I wasn't driving. Broke yeah. that thing and the cops lights went whoa and we drove man i i i <laughs>
1: did and you I, hide in the cemetery
2: but i went on uh no it was i didn't go by the cemetery i went the other way and on normal avenue made a left on the upper mountain or whatever it is clove road ducked down to clove road and parked the car and the cop car curved around clove road and zoomed past us. Oh, that's great good job girl. Because that would have been a life-changing night. <laughs> I mean, you know, hello, Mrs. Haupt? Yes.
1: Your PC <laughs> your
2: son is down here in jail.
1: <laughs> uh, Montclair State University pol- uh, police, yes. No,
2: oh, it was the, uh...
1: the... real police? Yeah. yeah the, the police police, I should say. Look at this. It's such death right 2000 looking. Look, uh, you're seeing a lot of
2: budget right now. A lot of budget.
1: But it doesn't make sense, Carl, because this isn't earned at all. I mean, no, he's just meant Munchie.
2: Right. This isn't like the rough part of the movie where the hero's got to get through. No, this is his fantasy. Well, see, we're still in the beginning of the film, and what we're establishing is Munchie can do pretty much anything. He's here to make your life better. But just like the original film, he goes to help him, and, you know, it, it causes him trouble. But in this film, the difference is he makes the choices that caused him to get in trouble, the hero himself.
1: Okay, well, that's good. That's at least the story. Yeah. Who's more powerful, Munchie or Deadpool?
2: Uh, I think Deadpool just from box office
1: alone. Oh, yeah, it's true. (laughs) Munchie doesn't even hold a candle to Deadpool's box office. I love that T-shirt. Do you remember when your kids were wearing T-shirts that said, you know, junior high? Yeah. Well, actually,
2: my kids would uh, have those. It was Pearl R. Miller is the name of the school, and they would have Spirit Week, and you know there would always oh, yeah. be shirts showing up. They would have. Um, they used to do this competition. Uh... Well, anyway, yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot of love our junior high in in my kids growing up. I one time I told him you should get on a see. Pearl R. Miller was a woman, uh, who the school was named after, and her photo is there. And she's like a 1950s horn-rimmed glasses person. So I was like, for Halloween, you should wear a skirt and put on the glasses. We'll get you a wig, and you could be Girl R. Miller.
1: Oh, that's great! Oh, look at this—he has an actual video game.
2: Yeah. He's got a Super Nintendo. Right. That's cool.
1: And check out times 11 a.m. How quirky!
2: That's how. No, well, he gets. He always is sleeping with girls.
1: Maybe he lives in a residency. Well, My puppet is so bad. Look, he goes. It's weird. It's weirder than goes, the last movie.
2: He goes. How can you, you got to make all this stuff disappear? And he goes. I know something that'll make all your stuff disappear. He goes. What's that? Reaganomics!
1: You're kidding. No. Hes- Hes- Hesman. All right, we'll add the line, Hesman. Just shut up. Yeah, man, because, you know, Ronald Reagan. I know, I know, it's 94, but, yeah, I get you. <laughs> well, in the
2: way end of the movie, they'll make a Clinton reference.
1: Oh, God, your Lord.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they say, okay, Munchie, you're off to help another person, someone who really needs a lot of help, and then they show you Clinton.
1: But it's like young Clinton. It's like the first term Clinton, right? Yes, that's right. Like the biggest scandal is that he was fat.
2: <laughs> right. He hasn't even done the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The biggest scandal is he told people he wore boxers instead of briefs or the other way around. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> and he plays saxophone on a late night talk show. This guy's a joke. Called. This guy is a joke, President.
1: God, I couldn't believe that was like, it broke a barrier. He appeared on popular television. That's right.
2: But but Nixon had done that on on laughing. remember?
1: Sure. Yeah, it's available on TV. Suck it to me. (laughs) That's like such an asshole move. It's like, look, can you just, uh, you're going to dress yourself down, but everyone's going to be in on the joke. It's going to be fun. Can you say suck it to me? And then we hit, yeah, 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 sure. Fuck this shit. I'm the president of the United States. Yeah. Suck it to me.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) But do you think he just didn't get it, or he was doing it on purpose? Or
1: he didn't get it. He didn't get it. Was he? He was president back then, right? Or was he governor? No, he was absolutely.
2: And it was way before Vietnam was going on. But it was way before the controversy
1: of Watergate. Gotcha. Yeah, all those shows. I I think I said this before, but I watched an episode where Cher was in it, uh, who had a '60s show back then. So she, this is like 50 years ago. And every Laughing, they would have like Laughing presents, and they'll have all the women sing a song about, hey, we are we have sketches about water. So they did this, like, and that is the Constitution. And they end, and you could clearly hear Cher said, that was horrible. Oh, really? Yeah, on the broadcast at the end of the number on Laughing. It was great. It was, good, bless, of, Cher.
2: It was good of Laughing to share. The spotlight.
1: Oh yeah, with share. Yeah.
2: Okay, so now you can see the motorcycle's going on its own. I mean, what am I saying? Motorcycle. Now you can see the lawnmower is driving like a motorcycle. It's just going on its own, so you don't have yeah. to do the hard work. But. What well, wish? Oh wait, wait, my Love interest. Let me, let me, uh, let me fix my hair.
1: Okay. All right. Oh, you know she's a tomboy because her shirt's too big exactly it's like a dress but it's actually a, a softball shirt
2: now after the credits of the film we will see a like uh you know a la marvel that little featurette at the end really it'll, it'll just be a woman being chased by this motor that um, lawnmower that's going by itself okay here's the real motorcycle and what tripped me up this is rival love interest jesus christ yeah that's right And he, you know, this is her name's Jennifer, and she is the sought after uh, Mm -hmm. love interest in this. And um, this guy is like Richie Rich kid.
0: Oh,
1: is he? Now, how old is he supposed to be? Like 15? He's probably 24.
2: I know. I think these guys are. I think he's really like. He's no way he's
1: 15. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. Maybe he's 12. you know, Jackie Lee Har- uh, Hurley, or whatever the guy's name is in uh, Bad News Bears, he had a motorcycle, like, right? uh-huh. you know, the shit kid. Right. But but that was a point. He was just like a, a shit kid, you know, and the parents don't give Not a shit. cool and... kid, right. Yeah.
2: Now, you see the funny joke? Miss, poor Mr. Poindexter's flowers are getting lawn
1: mowered. Oh, uh, holy shit. <laughs> Bye,
2: husband... up again, kid.
1: Jesus, Hesman's wearing a toupee. You see that on Munchie? clearly he's wearing a two-pack clearly at least they could have done a better job.
2: look at what a bad puppet he is man and oh man Horrible. yeah
1: he's sticking he's just so happens to be popping out of a garbage can it's not even look at the garbage can it's not even like uh full it's a broken yeah. garbage can to get the guy in there right right it's so clear up in tear
2: bark bark we're mad bark does the dogbark.com. Look well, at this. Ad- every movie. It's gonna list every movie a dog's minute. Okay, this is the big game. And we find out that the coach of the opposite team is Shelby Carlisle.
1: Oh, about time. Now, yeah. this must be is this California or like the fucking New Mexico? No, this is Los
2: Angeles. I know cuz look at those that little range of. See, they're not really yeah. mountains even though they give that impression. It's like a hill. But you can see this being an LA.
1: Well, I mean I th- I think of Bad News Bears which was shot in I guess in the valley. Uh, and they had these little rinky dink 70s uh softball fields well look at the brush
2: not not of course on the lush green field but look at the brush behind them i mean it's very much los angeles desert you see
1: yeah you're right you see bob hope it's
2: all all, um orangey dry and wow it's a home run Yep, that's right, and that's the son of Carlyle. Carlyle.
1: Yeah. Carl, I bet I, I bet against them. They're gonna break my fucking legs, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it, boy. That's a winner, son. Go for it to the max.
2: <laughs> now, this, I think that this script made a little mistake. It should have made the 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 rival love interest uh, Carlyle's son. They should have done that. Because the love the love interest rival has all these, like, I'm a rich kid. I only care about money stuff in his character. They should have just combined the two and it would have been better for the plot. It would have been mother against boss, son yeah. against son.
1: Look at this. this these guys are acting. I, as much as I should have been her. like, he's perfect for this, right? He's wearing the denim. He's more chill. Anyone can be perfect for this. You know what I mean? He doesn't bring anything to it.
2: Oh, there's those impressions we've heard so much about. Oh, that was a wacky pratfall, like he always does. You get none right. of that. He doesn't bring anything. You he really has a good. very long and distinguished career for such a dud.
1: Yeah. Oh Jesus, uh, he's still alive. You know, he's uh, still around. Is he? Binder? Yeah, he is. I, I heard him on Gilbert Godfrey's show okay well he
2: was gary marshall's first choice for mork really on happy
1: days yeah oh yeah, yeah oh, that episode now they go don't they go meet laverne and shirley in that episode when mork shows up
2: yeah i do and yeah and i okay i saw it with my own two eyes but i probably yeah. just saw it the day the night it aired you know um
1: well oh, you know, I, you know this Oh, yeah, but you know the story of that episode, right? No. The night no, it no. aired, Mork disappears. It's syndication, they added a scene where Mark's like, oh, I should have, invest- you should need to investigate this planet called Earth, Mork. Oh, okay. Uh huh. They added like a, a scene. It was already in syndication. I know this okay. because Happy Days was king of syndication, and you watch reruns during the day, and then once a week you watch the new episode. And they re aired Mork. Which was already in syndication.
0: Oh. That
1: had, and they had a new ending saying, Oh, I, I'm going to D- Denver, Colorado. Okay. It's our setup. Yeah. the year of the current year. All right. And so the series was launched.
2: Yeah. We need that backstory.
1: Oh, how many series? Like, so Love American Style had Love and the Happy Days with uh, Richie Cunningham. And Marshall made it into Happy Days. And there's Laverne and Shirley, and there's Mork and Mindy. Right. uh, uh,
2: Laverne and Shirley's the big one. Yeah. And I think that Lenny and Squiggy had a two-second thing.
1: Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but it didn't. It's like, oops, all Crunch Berries. Nothing but Lenny and Squiggy. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man. He's hitting the bottle
2: hard. You know what's funny about him? He asked for a divorce from his second
1: wife after 36 hours. (laughs) <laughs> what did you go with years
2: I made a mistake
1: 36 hours Jesus Christ I guess <laughs> he gave it a day's worth and then he slept on it and he's like, oh.
2: <laughs> fuck this <laughs> now listen John Biner uh, did have okay he was in the Soap TV series as like a detective so he knew um, uh, yeah from that but this is most interesting to our
1: show he was the judge in RoboDoc Yes, RoboDoc. National Lampoon's RoboDoc which we watched. Right. Which I enjoyed
2: cuz I had to watch it. If I saw it like on my own, I would have flipped the channel.
1: Yeah, I think that one was like the most political National Lampoon movie I've seen. With this its satire the medical field. I don't think so.
2: I think that was a, a data from next generation. Uh Trip-off. Yeah, and and a lot of it was about lawyers.
0: Oh, look at these bad news beers.
2: Was very. I mean, you knew it was very silly, the movie. They weren't saying, like, medical billing is killing our industry. It was really
1: no, though. Yeah, I know, and they had something to say. So that's why I feel like it's the most political. I don't right. think anyone else had anything to say other than add some extra scenes of girls topless.
2: Right, and one of those girls was the wife of... David Fastino. Yeah. She she wasn't topless in that scene. Let's give her some credit. No, she was a nurse in that and she didn't ever get topless, no. Ooh. He's got his own baseball cap. So you're a baseball loser, huh? I'm gonna give you some... He's like, do you like baseball? Well, if you like peanuts, popcorn, and hot dogs, you do.
1: Yeah. Munchie, where do you get your fucking clothing? Uh, Gotta go now, but yeah, how come you only talk to me from a garbage can or like a yeah, when nobody's monkey dumpster?
2: I'm keeping a low profile now. Shelby Carlisle will now witness the creature, and this will start a big act two dude He's in a fucking garbage can again. <laughs> yeah, what? look at him. I'm acting. Oh, shakes his head. Player rubs his eyes i'm an actor
1: i am going to act give him some credit this was shot wasn't shot back to back you know he must have shot this in one day
2: <laughs> listen i give this guy his props and that he look how he's tiptoeing now he's doing his job you want a comedic funny th- you know whoa do I mean, these jack ritter pratfalls the whole jack Ritter.
1: Thing.
2: he is jack tripper Jack Tripper, Jack. Oh, I, did I combine? It was it. You said Jack Ripper. Yeah, John Ritter and Jack
1: Tripper. Tripper. Oh yes, I didn't realize it was that so close. Yeah,
2: Jack Ripper, Ripper. Okay, never mind. I'm not even trying anymore. So he does his job as a comedic actor, right? Is it funny? Right. Kind of. Like right now, he's going to end up, you know, head first down in that sack of uh, laundry. You know he's gonna do his pratfalls and jokes. No, I
1: hope he doesn't. I hope do he doesn't hurt the puppeteer inside.
2: <laughs> Toby, here.
1: are you in there? Sesame Street needs you.
2: It's a laundry basket full of absolutely
1: clean laundry. They're fucking. <laughs> and how big is that? Like, how many fucking students are in there that they need like a giant fucking fit of oh, puppeteer basket? Oh, well, it's towels.
2: Maybe it was. The distribution of clean towels that look. Oh,
1: that's disgusting. In a big <laughs> fucking garbage can. <laughs> okay, good hustle, good hustle, good hustle.
2: Now he's like, You guys have to start, stop sucking out there. And they're like, But dad, it's, a sh- it's we're winning, you know, whatever to whatever. And she goes, That, you call that winning? Just because you're winning, you think you're winning?
1: <laughs> now, Kronos, can you answer a question for me, Kronos? Is this still the same day or has time elapsed? It's the same day, same suit, right?
2: Uh, they will actually they will wear the same stuff the whole movie even though it's absolutely not the same day. Is it? The it's the same fucking suit. It can't be because they had baseball practice and he went home and he spent he slept the night. No, it's not the same day. But they will wear the same stuff.
1: Yeah, because he has the same colored shirt, same tie, same like kind of big boy jacket.
2: And I think you pointed it out in an early family film that we did. And even in Meeksville Ghost, that that's the way uh, you do it for kids' movies.
1: Yeah, it's a shorthand. You know, it's like sketch comedy. You dress up as a doctor and you have a doctor set. And then the stars, you go, oh, they're in a doctor's office. Right. You know, it's it's just kind of kabuki clothing. But he could at least shave the mustache.
2: So he's saying, that kid, Chris, is a problem. No, it wasn't Chris. It's somebody else. That kid is a problem. It's Oh, yeah, it's the love interest uh, rival. And he goes, uh, I want you to hit him with the ball. Take him out of the game. And he's like, Jesus Christ, Dad, you're evil. And he goes, son, in this world, you know, you are going to be evil, too. He goes, all right, Dad. All right. He's going to so, hit the ball right at the pitcher and take him out.
1: Whoa. California. Look at this umpire. I was in a Roger Corman movie. It was called Bunchy Strikes Back. Check out my sizzle reel.
2: Well, the thing is that I, I I I didn't look him up, and I found some. Oh, she whoa! Killed it.
1: And the kidnards. Oh, he's down. Uh, all that for nothing. Yep. Uh, I'll never regret this moment. Act, sigh, act, <laughs> <Axe laughs>
2: and roll them.
1: You, use your the shoulders. Dad. Use your shoulders to express disappointment. Ah. Uh, So, of course, Shelby is like,
2: let's not make a federal case out of this. Like, who cares? A kid got hurt.
1: Man, this is, you know, the director does okay. Look at this. They got everyone on the same screen, and they got the blue sky. I think he's an okay director.
2: He absolutely does okay. This guy is a confident, competent guy. He can't be held responsible for the script or the – he can be held responsible for Roger Corman, though. He sought – this director sought out Roger Corman, who was an idol. He, like, left a successful business in 1980 and just ended up on that guy's doorstep. And, you know, he's a 20-year veteran now of these Hollywood, what, exploitation films? 150 films he made. No kidding. A lot of them. Roger Corman, like so many of them. Uh, Big Mom 2
1: with Angie Dickinson. Uh, Not of This Earth with Tracy Lords. Yeah, I remember that movie. I worked in a video store in the 80s. I totally remember that. Right. Uh,
2: The Return of the Swamp Thing with Heather Locklear. That was 89. That would have been in your video shop.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's like, I think that's on Amazon. What a strange title sequel return of the swamp thing is so retro and also so like foreign because you need to say swamp thing up front right it's right. sequel to, it's movie sequel to and then return of like you never really see like i guess uh what was oh. return of the jedi i guess no return of is a
2: it's barely used now okay it's, so it's... munchy magic is making him be a great pitcher and it's really just cheating, cheating, cheating.
1: Yeah, I know. It's also weird. No one's like...
2: Um, Hard Bounty with Kelly LeBrock. So he's he does That's a good. stupid film with some
1: sexy, sexy woman. Give me Leslie Ed Downs. I got you Kelly Brock. Okay, I wrote a script. Let's do it. Body Chemistry 4 with Morgan
2: Fairchild.
1: Ooh, he's got all the ladies. Yeah. That's a lot of body chemistry to make four movies worth. Yeah. Body chemistry, was yeah. stupid fucking. Oh, I did I your
2: I, I did your exploding meth lab joke.
1: Oh, you did? How did yeah,
2: it go? On a big laugh. Uh,
1: remind the audience of the joke. Your joke.
2: Oh uh, well, um, it was like like a a man and a woman maybe have chemistry together. And you said, yeah, we have the chemistry of an exploding meth lab.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great.
2: So I I did this bit about like a girlfriend who's into horoscopes and how it isn't realistic. And I did a thing and, you know, but baby, we have chemistry like at the way end. She's breaking up with me because the horoscope told her, you know, and that was, and then I, your, your punch was the end of the bit because it's
1: funny. It was cool. I love it. Uh Uh-oh. So, all right, so this kid's going to, like, aim for the Narge or something, or, like, he's conflicted. Should I? Well, he's
2: got munchy magic, so our hero, Chris, will get a uh, home
1: run. Time out! Time out. I'm done. The... this. is a T. It says for timeout. time out. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Man, this kid, a regular
2: butt habit. Walk him, walk him. So, look, he goes to throw him a ball. Strike one! I'm don't trying to walk, walk you, idiot.
1: All this Coke product. Coca-Cola. They were Munch drinking Coke before. Munchie always
2: says, say the magic word, which means you're supposed to say a magic word, but then he says the magic word. I feel ripped off by him.
1: Yeah, a lot of... I don't know. I would remake this movie. What? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. You
2: know, you remember Superman in 80. I'm sure yes. that was, you know,
1: sort of came from that. Oh, maybe it's like, Corman, do you have any footage of someone circling the Earth? Uh, let me check.
0: Yep.
1: Yep, I do. Yep. It All is.
2: Right. Yay! I'm the big winner! I've never felt success before. Thank you, Munchie. But he didn't well, he, earn success. He didn't earn it. He just got given. Yeah. But still, he feels the...
1: It's, it's like, so funny, this wish-fulfillment movies.
2: I'm very disappointed, son. Well, screw you, Dad. Now, because it's a movie, here comes the ball, and it's going to bonk him on the head, and it doesn't kill him.
0: Oh! No, that's
1: that's not Munchie's way. But he, he does fall back He's a good faller. He is like a check tripper. He does his part. He really does his part. Yay, I'm a winner, thanks to cheating. Yeah, and, and coach, the, they, the coach is wearing the
2: same outfit always, but he also has in his hand the soda.
1: <laughs> Piner's like, yeah, I'm going to keep. Oh, uh, this is another day, so you shouldn't be holding. Yeah, I think I am going to hold it.
2: <laughs> hi, I'm Sally, the continuity person. Oh, hi, Sally. Yeah, hi, Sally. the soda. You see, logically it wouldn't make sense to you. Well, I think I'm gonna hold it. Ah, uh,
1: yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah, I'm I gonna bet. hold it.
2: Fifteen years now doing this. I think I know that I should hold.
1: Ooh, ooh, the continuity girls here. What's the matter? Well, director uh binder won't won't let go of the soda. Uh <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing your job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really
2: We're matter. gonna let this one slide. We'll put an asterisk <laughs> in the credit. Okay, so as you know, Leslie Ann Down lost her job, right? Whoa! And she doesn't tell the boy because she wants to protect him. Now the boy came home from his baseball game, and she's like, "How was your game, Chris?" The thing is, <laughs> he doesn't go to her kids' baseball game.
1: Oh yeah, right. So wait a minute. Did someone give him a ride home, or did he just walk home? I have no idea. I have no idea.
2: Now, is the baseball mom, practice? Girl. In the yes, in the baseball practice, uh, she picked him up in the station wagon. So that would imply it requires a ride home.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh man, do you remember those phones with the rotary built into the headset? Yes, that's right. It was a transition phone <laughs> for the older. phones. Yeah. Uh huh. You still like if you had to call an emergency, you had it, nine, <laughs> and then you're like, one one, quick. Yes. You're you gotta make up. You gotta make up time for that night. Okay, I'm stealing that. All right, <laughs> Carl. Jesus Christ. Nine. one, one. Will right you do now? that joke if you're first? That that would make me. If you go first, can you do that joke?
2: Mike, you have supplied me with so many open mic jokes. I I tell you, I mean, you saw. Remember that one time I did that thing all the writing. Uh, Mike Spiegel, but I
1: yeah. I could do four of those videos. God, there's a video of the audience going, Mike Spiegelman. (laughs) (laughs) The weirdest thing I've seen.
2: Now, you know, I told a horrible joke in that segment so I can never see the light of day again. And Uh, I can't really edit it out because it's in the middle, you know, but that you're exactly right. By the end of the set, people were like, my credit, my writing. Yeah, right.
1: You kept tagging every joke with. That joke was written by Mike Spiegelman. Yeah, and at the end of the set, people were like, Mike, Spie- they're they're your tag. I don't know, Carl, find your voice. Do, what you, do what's good for you. Like, it if you want it, to do my with- No, yeah,
2: all right. I said, I have a staff of writers, and his name is Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, look, you saw that video. It worked. I mean, you were blinded by the bad joke. But other than that bad joke, they they liked your jokes this oh, he's going on a prom. Yes, yeah, is... it's just the dance. So, as you know, our love interest rival got hurt by Carlisle's son with the baseball. So, therefore, he cannot take our love interest to the dance. So it's like his loss is our game. And now, uh, look, he turned mm-hmm. the stage. right. Now it's not the prom, but they're treating it like the prom to impress Jessica.
1: Weird, you know, you are absolutely right. That the rival should have been the son of the uh, adult rival,
2: doesn't that make perfect sense for the Makes plot? Perfect
1: sense. Yeah, and also,
2: whoa, he's we, human. Don't, we don't get Carlisle versus the mom anymore. He came on to her, she refused, he fired her, and that little subplot's over. It was just setting up our situation.
1: This, I had never seen Munchie as a human before, and I've seen three Munchies movies so far. Well, you're right that the
2: guy talking, who's the chauffeur, has Howard Hessman's
1: Howard Nes- voice. It is Munchy. Oh, but it's not It's not Hessman the actor, but it's Hessman the voice? No. What do you is mean? Is the chauffeur Hessman? Like, is he uh, is he played by... No, he's not. That would have been better, right?
2: Actually, yeah. you mentioned it. That would have been perfect.
1: Listen, Howard Hessman probably was in a studio for two days and maybe showed up for pickup. Right. Probably he just... Yeah.
2: So now it's like, oh, I'm impressed. Now she's impressed until he goes to the, the dance and starts telling everyone about his great baseball story. And he becomes a drag. And so he's going to learn the life lesson that you know, don't be a snotty asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, none of it's earned, right? He didn't win shit. It was, he had much, do all the bullshit. That's right. And he acts like, you know... Did it. God, it's so creepy.
0: What weird town those
1: kids. It's just, uh, honey, we're going to go to the dance. Okay, do you need a chaperone? Nah, I've, I've got my driver. But they're at an age in which,
2: I mean, they're not like 16-year-olds who would be kissing and stuff. They're just like 12-year-olds.
1: Right. look at it. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. He, he did the filter. Yeah, he, he loves the filter. Oh, car phone, Carl. That's called a car phone. Oh, I've heard of that. Police have that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rich people have it. <laughs> they have they have a car fax because you need the fax in your uh, car. Mm-hmm. That's
2: right. If there's a business transaction coming, fax it to me then. What's his name? Gecko? Gecko had his
1: brain. Yeah, I go to Gecko. Oh, <laughs> my, my favorite is uh, the player. He <laughs> has a car fax and a message is coming. He's like, I know you killed him. Right? He's like, what? What's the next? No, I love
2: I facts. This is yeah. the same band that was with Munchie in the beginning. So I guess they're local.
1: He, well, no, wait a minute. So a school blew up and the, they're just not even talking about like what happened?
2: No, they're at another school, but they're the same band.
1: Why? Do you, uh, good girls like that, boys? <laughs> I always think of Valley Girl when they have Johnny, are you queer, boy? (laughs) Jesse Cotton at the prom.
2: Now, this band was like, I don't know, the internet was like, and the band this and the band that. And this, the lead singer of the band had a long career in like doing music in TV and movies and stuff. I don't know. They love them. They think the movie thinks that they're a big deal.
1: I, I hate to interrupt, but for punch, would you like green or red? <laughs> I would like the red punch, please. That has the... Yeah. What's in the green? I wonder what a green tastes like. What it
2: ta- it looks like jello. No, it doesn't. It's too liquidy. Um, yeah. Green- it's probably is that algae. That, remember that was popular for a while? It was like a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah.
1: Superfood. Super Maybe it's food. like mint. Like kid creme de mint.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be better. That would be good, (laughs) with a little chocolate.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. So he's boring with his boring stories. You're boring me.
2: Well, it's braggy. He's doing lots of bragging. He goes, that's the seventh time you told that story. People like when I tell how I won. Would you like to (laughs) dance? And he's being a real snob. Now, Munchie's going to give him the power to read minds.
1: And Uh everyone
2: he encounters is going to be like...
1: You're a loser. You're a fucking, yeah, dick. Fuck off. <laughs> oh man, I would not want that ability. I'll walk down the street out I'll hear, loser. There goes <laughs> that loser.
2: <laughs> but he learns a life lesson from it. I should just be myself. Yeah, that's a pretty good person to be, you know.
1: Munchy-wit. <laughs> none of it's earned, none of it's earned. Mm-mm. I'm surprised like no one has died in this movie. Hey, anything you want. You want to play Death Race 2000? I want you to kill the, my teacher. Whoa, buddy. <laughs>
2: now, you remember what a piece of shit House 4 was? How it was, like, as a script, they did every, like, ghost,
0: yeah, yeah, scary yeah.
2: movie shtick that none of them were related. Well, the same guy who wrote that wrote this.
0: Really? What a yeah. small
2: world. Yeah.
1: In Hollywood, I guess. Well, this uh, this movie makes more sense. I mean, House 4 was all over the place.
2: This movie makes more sense. That's right. It's true.
1: Now, how do you think they'd make Munchie? Is this stop? Is this like California raisin animation, or like is this like puppetry? I I guess it's got to be puppetry. You
2: see how the head shakes and the hand squeezes? It's puppetry.
1: Yeah, but look at his lips. What about him? I feel like it's animation, like stop motion. The, I
2: think the internet would have told me that this is a puppet. I mean, the internet refers to it as a puppet. Yeah. Huh, that, I kind of dig- If you look, it's like Claymation would have a... Okay. It's the sense of a puppet in that you see the hand just twists for no fucking reason. It's not gesturing what he says or anything. Right, right. Claymation, they would have been able to think it out and storyboard it. Here's just some dick puppet guy going, wah, 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 wah.
1: Oh, I think there's like at least two dick puppet guys.
2: Yes. One's probably squeezing a suction ball so that the hands close. Um, he's The joke here is um, that the Twinkie hasn't expired. Okay, so we first get <laughs> to see, he goes, Hey, Coat. the lo- lo- rival love interest will be back next game. And he goes, I don't know. We did it pretty well without him. And then the, you hear the coach think, "God, what a jerk! What a thing to say! It's going to happen Coke. over and over." He has a Coke problem. Yeah, he's got the same bottle of Coke. Now he is wearing a different outfit, but the scene calls for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. So this is the third. Like, so there's a Coke, uh, a bottle Coke dispensary in the locker room, which, as yeah. you know, every junior high had. Right. Uh, at well, the 80- they had it. It was costly. Did your school have like a vending machine? actually
2: no, and when my kids went to school, I went in there and saw like coke vending machines, I was like what is this fucking bullshit, you can buy M&M's candy here this is, come
1: on That's, it's fucking bullshit Yeah, money, yeah, it was, money, it was, money, it was... money, money,
2: money, 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 money just don't make the money,
1: just be a
2: school, just
1: don't well, make a, extra money there was a Simpsons episode where they introduced a vending machine and Bart got so fat he had a heart attack <laughs> but it was like the school put it in there because the school makes money off of it.
2: Why can't we have a show in which Bart's the dad? Don't you think it's time?
1: I think it's time. You're absolutely right. Well, when is my live action Simpsons movie coming?
2: I don't know that we need that. Did, right? No, we need- Flintstones, the best live, a- you know what I mean? Like, it you was, yeah.
1: The answer is yes. The answer is yes. It was the best life. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. The Simpsons, uh, the, the Flintstones were a primetime animated show in the 60s. <laughs>
0: and then, you know,
1: it was syndicated. We, um... and yeah. So by the time the 90s rolled around, you had a new generation. And they said, let's make a live and you, had, you had a whole generation that grew up on it. And they yeah. said, let's go this level. You know, so I do think there'll be like a live action Simpsons, a live action Family Guy movie. It's just
2: but aren't hasn't been around thirty
1: years? It would have happened by now, right? Well, the Simpsons themselves had one movie in 07, right? I, I enjoyed that film. Uh, yeah, yeah there it was that big bubble. They were in a yeah, yeah. It had Albert Brooks as a, like a Schwarzenegger was president. Right, right. It was right. good. It was like three episodes back to back, but I enjoyed it. Well, you know, it's, theatrically, I saw it with my wife. She was pregnant uh, at the time. There's a scene where Bart's naked and they keep covering up his wang and there's a scene where they explicitly show it. Mm -hmm. But if you watch it on, like, uh, I guess, Disney Channel, uh, Disney Plus, they they still censor that. So the theatrical release showed Bart's penis. Gotcha. Whoa. Slong and dong. Yeah, yeah. From the boys. Boys on the boy. (laughs) The joke was that it was covered up and then he goes, he skateboards past his uh, uh, hedge that has uh, a little line like so you could clearly see like uh-huh so it covers up his whole body but his penis like it was that kind
2: I of think humor. i don't remember that because it was a cartoon right i would remember that if it was the live action
1: well the live action movie should needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna get arrested for that all right well uh let's look at the uh, speaking of pervs i'm gonna photograph you from my scrapbook <laughs>
2: So now she's gonna drop the bomb. Chris, we're in trouble. We could lose the house. I lost my job. The The mortgage won't extend the loan.
1: Oh boy.
2: We're up shit's Creek, my boy.
1: <laughs> I blame Clinton. This new Clinton fellow has yeah. ruined it for us conservative Republicans in California. <laughs>
2: There's the dad's face and you'll see him in the end. So the movie wants what? us to remember the face and we never do remember him.
1: Is she a widow?
2: Yes. Oh man, I didn't cover that. No. no. That's one of the reasons why Munchie, you know, it's a
1: family in trouble. So we wish fulfillment is bring back dead dad?
2: No, no. Uh, we find out cuz you know this if you watch this this if you listen to this show, it's spoiler city. It's yeah. got to be because it's more fun to spoil it. I'm sorry.
1: You go ahead, ahead and spoil it.
2: Ha- you're on the edge of your seat to see what happens at the end of Munchie. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> well, we, we we were very hesitant to do this movie. You were so you were so burnt out. We were, oh, we yeah. were I was burnt. And we we teased this movie, and you're like, no, enough so, time has passed. Yeah, enough time has passed. So you can re- reveal the ending. It's fine. So in
2: the end we find out that the guy who requested munchie go help a family on earth it's the dad so i guess it is heaven because he's in front of chronos and everyone else but the thing is when i first saw this film i was like who the fuck is that guy? And he was such a pretty boy. I was like, maybe he was the star grown up. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would I even think that? You yeah, know, why would you think that? Right. So I had to see it again and again, as you know. Uh, I saw actually, the movie four times. Congratulations, this is my fifth hearing of this piece of shit. And
1: I can't believe it. That's a record. Now
2: you I can see in the frame it's him. The director did not do a good job establishing what he looks like.
1: Yeah, it's so weird that he would have a a framed photo of his dead dad's headshot. That's right. It's weird.
2: Now, here's another thing that's really great. I mean, we've seen all three Munchie films, and you can't make me see a fourth. (laughs) Says you. At the end credits, it says, the Munch will return in Munchie Hangs 10, but it never (sighs) got made.
1: Surfing Munchie movie? Yeah. A California Surfing Munchie movie? I love it
2: yes it would have been great go help a young what am i saying what am i saying in concept it's great but you would have made me watch it
1: they would have had a puppet on a surfboard yep in yep. the ocean and he would have been helping a surf kid yeah a white surf kid boy <laughs> right maybe, maybe it'll be a-
2: Did you see that santa monica heritage museum
1: yeah well you know santa monica is famous for its candles
2: Uh Aha! I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was The Pier. It was, it's both, I guess.
1: Yeah. Oh, right, The Pier, notorious bad movie location. Which we don't see in this film. It's a good movie. There's a bird there? Ah, never mind. Well, he does
2: do that. They do, do, he literally says never more. They, they do
1: do that. Corman's, did The Raven, you know, this famous. Oh,
2: so he's making a nod to himself, even.
1: Yeah, it was the second time, right? We had Death Race, we have the Poe right. movies.
2: So now um now Carlisle is gonna learn the backstory of who Munchie is, just like we did with uh Laughing Guy the Neighbor last oh time. Oh my
1: god, that's right.
2: We had Laughing Guy. Artie Johnson. J- Artie Johnson, right. So this is he goes, this guy's name is Steve Franken, and he's a good actor. He goes I'm Professor Graves, M.T. Graves.
0: Oh, M.T. Graves.
2: Yeah, and then he goes, do you get it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) God bless. I should have
2: played that.
1: I should have played that. Can you reenact it, Carl? I'll be right back. Check chat. Check the chat. Okay, over.
2: So Stephen, I'm not telling the audience that the chat says I got to be. So Stephen Franken, who's playing Professor Graves here, he was in Westworld, which is a favorite movie of mine. I don't mean the series of today, which was fine. But Westworld in 1973 really was a mind blower for people. of The concept of a robot that's like a human. He was also in Angel and Demons uh, in 2009, which I think is the the, um, uh, the sequel to that, um, gosh, what is that book called, uh, with Tom Hanks, um, uh, and he was in another film called The Party in 68, which has got some fame to it, but, um, but really those are the extensive, impressive credits. Let's listen to him. There's Munchie going across the Delaware. Power and wealth, that's what Carlisle's interested in. $1,000? That's a little steep, don't you think? He will pay $1,000. Carlisle has no problem. Oh, yeah, that's right. He goes, I know your face. You came here when you were a kid looking for a poison dagger for your third grade teacher. Okay, so we it's just a funny little scene in which he learns about who Munchie is, and especially that he helped men of wealth and power. So now Carlisle's, of course, going to steal Munchie, just like last movie. Do
1: you think Empty uh, Graves has a son named Shallow? and uh, i want you to meet my daughter i spit on your grave
2: (laughs) it's good to meet you i spit on you
1: yeah pronounced i spit on you (laughs) (laughs) how'd you get that name you don't want to know how'd you get the name i spit on your grave well when i was
2: conceived they were okay so now what's happening is the a miracle it's raining money
1: it's raining dollar bills. This reminds like, me of Ghoulie's three house. It does. This reminds me of us at the strip club when we make it rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With,
2: with, dollar with, dollar, dollar bills.
1: Monopoly money. Yeah, it's like flittering dollar bills. Where's the neighbor? The neighbor doesn't show up. The neighbor will say, This money
2: fell in my lawn and I'm giving it. He goes, Well, how much is there, Mr. Poindexter?
1: He goes, $38. Really? They they did make a hay out of this. God. Yay, thanks. We didn't earn this.
2: I'm doing some stupid punchline. That isn't funny.
1: They literally did not earn this money. No, Nothing is didn't. earned it. And, this
2: But she's so dumb that she, like, is public about it. And the news people come
1: and uh, interview
2: her. Look at this. Isn't that stupid?
1: Yeah, no one's grabbing the money. That's right. Now this is Tony Naples, and she was
2: the teacher in Munchie, Mrs. Baylock, who walks in on the principal kissing the yes. uh, secretary. Right. Yeah. She was in. She she didn't do well. She was in Death Stalker too. Mm-hmm. Then she in eighty seven. She was in Hard to Die in ninety, which I don't know. But is that she, Steven Seagal? Hard to Die was well. Then that's a credit. Yeah.
1: It sounds like it is three words. Sorority
2: House Massacre, too.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know why. Then That was 1990.
1: She disappeared. So this is like a mature role for her. It's like, you're not going to get killed. You don't have to take your top (laughs) off. That's
2: right.
1: Interesting. Interesting how that news report was on my television set, and I watched it. (laughs) Look,
2: he's looking right at the audience. I'm gonna get that munchie or my name isn't. He's talking to the kids. He literally yeah. to the
1: kids. That's a great way to go from a scene. Like we're live outside the studio, cuts to some guy turning off the report.
2: Yeah, that's so TV. I mean, it's so movie too. I mean, it's just serves the plot. But the thing is, um, the fact that he turned to the audience and he goes, I'm gonna get that munchie kids. He said kids to the camera.
1: Really? Yeah. So he, he's so he and there's no one else in the room, right? He was just he there.
2: broke the fourth wall, looked right at us, glasses off. Okay, what basically fuck, we're getting an apology now.
1: Uh, look, you're right. Get can you get this free money off my lawn.
2: <laughs> I'm keeping. He goes thirty-eight dollars.
1: look at the lighting. It's the middle of the day, and they still. Well, they doing always
2: that, like... make her soft.
1: Yeah. Um, Maybe they're sponsored by Coca-Cola and Vaseline. (laughs) Oh, this is good. I can buy a
4: lawnmower. $38,
1: and it's all mine. (laughs) It's on my property. You lose, you snooze.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Look at that. He's got a suit on. Oh, no.
1: Oh, look at his pipe. His pipe. Oh, Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, he's got a badge. Oh, no. (laughs) You know, he was a bad cop. He's from the Treasury Department. T-Man. You know, he got fired, and the the T-Man said, give me your badge and pipe. (laughs)
2: That's right. Leave your badge and pipe. You're on suspension.
1: You're on suspension. Put it on my desk. Here. He goes to Santa Monica Pier and throws his pipe into the ocean. Fuck this job.
2: I quit. This is too much stress. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so basically, what we're learning is there is a counterfeit, uh, a group of counterfeiters. Uh, th- these serial numbers they haven't been printed by the mint. Okay, so yeah, no, I know he's going to have to confiscate all the money. It's and funny come money.
1: downtown for questioning. Jesus Christ! The backlight in the in the middle of the day of suburbia—it's—it's it's off-putting. I mean, she's great. I like Leslie down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Was she on, like, talk shows or game shows or something? Uh, No, the last thing she was in was in 2000. She played Margaret
2: Thatcher in, in this movie, uh, a Jesus Reagan Christ. movie. Let's see, where is it? Down returned to acting playing British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher in the biographical drama Ronald. No, Reagan, starring Dennis Quaid. So that's 2020. Uh, so she's still out there. Uh, She was on that soap opera for years. That was her. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Thing.
2: She yes. was, it, the hooker nurse and Wally, meet Wally Sparks. I guess I told you all this.
1: Yeah, yeah, Wally Sparks. Wally Sparks.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, who should show up just as they leave? But Munchie's up in the thing going, come on in, big boy. I'm waiting for you. And we're going to get oh. Home Alone <laughs> shit right now.
1: Right. So Home Alone was 90, right? 92. So this was after Home Alone.
2: If it You've was, seen... then they directly ripped off.
1: Well, that's like every kid's movie has tunneling DNA in it. They all but, become web but bandits. But it is very
2: lit, light, mild. Look, he's got a crowbar, and he pretends right. to break into the already open door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lupin he isn't, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. I'll put the crowbar here. Squeak, squeak, right. squeak.
2: Look how he's sleeping. Right? I know. He's such a comedic
1: actor. Wile E. Coyote is more subtle.
2: Chris, is this your crowbar? What's that, Mom?
1: What's that, Mom? I wish for a crowbar and Munchie made it happen. Goldfish flakes.
2: <laughs> Whoa! I guess I was wrong about that. Guess what, oh. Mike? This is the fourth time or fifth time I've seen this movie and I didn't
1: ever catch that before. Oh, this... Carl, actually, are you hungry? Would you like, would you care for some nuts? Yes, please. Okay, yeah, let me give you the... Oh, <laughs> Mike! Mike! You better apologize to me, Mike. Oh, I'm, listen, I'm so sorry, buddy. Let's shake on it. Okay. I
0: am going to do buzzer, Michael! Damn
1: okay, it! all right, calm that, Carl, calm this down. Here, funny. smell the flour on my lapel. Oh, that will calm oh you down. my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my face is dripping. Okay,
2: now look at this crap. This is, he's going to put firecrackers on Carlisle's butt. What? Yeah. I take good money for that. You, this is, you see, he's lighting the fuse and now oh, Carlisle, oh, my butt will hurt.
1: This is, it's a lot cheaper than bleaching your asshole, that's for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: damn, damn. Guinness. Oh, the kid has Guinness under his bed. Why is it I've, double bed again? I've got a stunt gig for you. What does it do? Oh, of course, the marbles. This is okay. all alone
2: right here. Right, and he goes down the stairs and doesn't even nope. get hurt.
1: Oh yeah, but we all. Oh, the this, this the skate. The skate was like the piece of resistance.
2: Look at a bowling ball.
1: Bowling ball, a bouncing <laughs> if bowling that
2: ball. That was real. He would be dead. His skull would crack.
1: Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe Munchie's keeping him alive just to torment him.
2: Now, Kronos is like, you're, I mean, you're dropping bowling balls on. He had a bowling ball. He had more.
0: sorrow and half in fear the day.